this is still in beta and we are talking the beta nets beta beta nets the beta nets i don't know like we're gonna stab you or wait cover you with wait i I don't know like like to catch the little fish Uh uh-huh that's that's what that's it oh beta yeah to gather yeah so that they fight each other um so let's uh i think okay the flash all right so now we've both seen this (laughs) we're not even gonna like not even gonna do any just cut straight to it just straight to flash movie like nothing else like i feel like it's the only thing you can think about since you've seen it yeah it's been on my mind it's and okay so i had in my notes here that i i thought this was the last one it's not the last one it's not the it it, it's not even the last uh snyderverse thing movie because apparently there's another aquaman coming out or something Mm -hmm. and i forgot that was happening. Um, I hope it has more like very long, pointless scenes of women singing at the ocean or sniffing on shirts. What? Because that was like, <laughs> like that was like the most useful, the m- most important addition to the Snyder cut of the Justice League movie was like five minutes of chicks singing at the ocean, sniffing Aquaman's sweater as he swam away. Oh, God, I forgot about that. Yeah, it was like the, the like, uh, Icelandic chorus. Uh, yeah, like- I, I, I could not forget about it because at the point that I saw that scene, I was like, no, fuck you. This movie did not need to be four hours long. <laughs> yeah. This you right got, here. You've got half an this hour right, right here. here. We could have got at least th- three hours and 55 minutes with this scene unnecessary. Yeah, I don't understand what that was supposed to get across, because because I don't you even... don't speak Bjork or whatever. Yeah, I don't speak Bjork. <laughs> I don't. I know. I don't know. Um, I don't even remember the context of that. Did he leave? Was he supposed to be dead? No, he just like took his shirt off and he's like, "Here, babe," and then he jumped on the ocean and swam away, and then they just start singing forever. Oh man. And yeah. I'm just like sitting there eating dinner, watching this movie, waiting for it to keep going, get to like something that happens. Yeah. Like none of the stuff that was. OK, I, I do have to admit, I didn't watch the original cut. So there's some things that I'm like, I don't know if this is added. But that scene definitely was like, this is a tack on. That's for sure. Yeah, but, that was uh, not going to that was not going to make anybody's original cut. But the uh, the. We're getting off topic. We gotta <laughs> fine. We gotta I get back stand, to Flash. I still stand by the original cut was better because it was shorter. I mean, it's like saying you know the Snyder cut of the ass torture is better because it's you know four hours long instead of two hours. Like you know, that's just it's, yeah. That's all. I haven't seen that movie. Um, so, <laughs> but but it does. Was that the one? Uh, which which one was the ass torture? <laughs> yeah. The okay, so back to the flash. Uh, speaking of torture, so this movie is pretty incredible. I think it's got a lot of 
It's incredible. It's it's like a what do I mean by incredible? It's like he, it is terrible. It is hard to believe that it was made and that people that they got were involved with it. It's kind of what I'm saying. Like, do you know what I mean? You know, like you see and I'm like, how much did they pay Michael Keaton to be a part of this? Well, here's what I'm going to tell you uh, in response to that uh, movie like shittiness and good actor having this and all of that has jumped the shark with Michael Bay's Transformers 5 Battle of the Earth written by no one. Uh, that like has proven that you can take a British knight and not the sneaker like a real knighted <laughs> human being. Uh, uh, you know, those sneakers that they always gave away in like 80s. 80s uh yes that's game what you got for, for winning kids. legends of the every Hidden every kid's consolation prize on a game show in the 80s was british night shoes anyway not that like a literal human being an actor who was like a shakespearean actor uh-huh. and you can throw him into a garbage trash movie that makes no sense uh and they he'll do it and you know so basically any actor is on the table for any for like no matter the shittiest movie if there's like enough budget for the movie and like the movie can just be the worst and like take place 99% in CG and make no sense and have no plot and not matter and that will be a thing that will happen now in this world that we're in yeah so, i get like, it. yeah i i suppose so nothing nothing this movie could do nothing that surprised me in that regard because it's still like, you know, a five compared to the eleven that is that uh, that Transformers movie, right? On the on the on the scale of like shockingly terribleness and actors that they got involved, no, this is like that doesn't even register. You know, they won't even like issue a a tornado watch for this for this. One. <laughs> This isn't even the like recipe for a bad a bad movie <laughs> compared to uh which one last night Transformers last yes. night yeah yeah because yeah. uh, that one had no no, no it, it has to be like an Avatar Shape of Water level of nonsense so what like, that one that <laughs> Avatar Shape of Water is comparable to last night in its like. Oh, nonsensical, okay. over budget nonsense, man. I, yeah, okay. So I have not watched. I I will say this: the Flash is has more watchable moments than <laughs> Transformers last night. Yeah, and here's the the reason why: because people speak in a voice that you can understand the words they're saying. And you know what's happening. Yeah. And you don't have three of them kind of talking over each other while a Rubik's Cube solves itself on screen. Yeah. I mean, it's like, oh, freaking. But. Uh. Okay. Like, all right. Okay. So I knew I was in for a bad movie when um, the baby shower scene happened. Uh, uh-huh. because one that was the that was the line and it was kind of a blink if you miss it like bad joke well you i mean really that was like <laughs> clearly 
they're going to throw a bunch of babies at him. And yeah. that's like, they're obviously they're building up for that. Pun. Like that whole no. scene, like they spent like $3 million on a pun. And just... <laughs> yeah. And like what felt like 20 minutes of him doing that thing. And it was all, you know, he's all supposed to and be doing it. This is, and also like, it's okay. Like every, every like, bad superhero movie follows the exact same formula right of like intro we're gonna do one good moment of superheroing Uh then an hour and 20 minutes of like talking and like not really a lot of superheroing and like just boring like emotion and nonsense and then like the end is like another like 10 minutes of superhero. Yeah. Instead of just like being a superhero the whole time and like doing stuff is what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, now what they did have the whole time is uh, inexplicably <laughs> doing CG Ezra Miller whenever there's two of them, right? Mm-hmm. And it's the kind of thing where you like, you know, you think to yourself, I've seen a lot of TV shows where they just film it twice and uh-huh. they film it once and then they film it again and they do both scenes, you know, and they have like a, an actor stand in and then they replace that person with the other, you know, and it doesn't even have to be like clever. It can just be like you film a static shot of the room and then you do like you cut it in half in post, <laughs> you know, <laughs> And you do them like reacting to each other. Like there was a whole show. I don't know if you ever heard of this show called Orphan Black. Yes. You ever heard of that? Okay. Of course. Okay. Uh, that was a great show, at least from yeah. what I saw of it. And so that girl plays eight of herself or something like that yeah. in the same conversation in the same, you know, room. And that's a British TV show. And so they can't even like, and it's, it's terrible. Like it's a, just a terrible quality. And then they do it when they don't need to do it. They do it when they have just one of him on screen. And it's an over-the-shot, over-the-shoulder shot to the second guy. And I'm like, well, why is he seeing They could have just had a guy with a, with a, with a wig on or something. Like, but or it's his not stunt even, double. Like, like, like they didn't even, yeah. There's only one visible in the shot. Like, there's uh-huh. not even, you don't even see the back of the other guy's head. It's just like when they're in the mm-hmm. cockpit of the bat wing and it's just like flashing the outfit versus flashing the other outfit. And one of them is CG for no reason. And I'm like, why did they do that? Was this a pickup? Could they not get him to like do the shot, but they had the line read for some reason, the ADR. I don't know what's going on. And then, you know, and then you've got like Zod who's not like Michael Shannon's not in that movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not him I mean that's his voice but I, for all I know some of those things could have been you know from the Snyder Cut of Man of Steel you know I don't know mm-hmm. oh gosh but yeah and that's not even the worst CG like that's the crazy thing is the, the worst yeah. stuff is when he's doing the time travel through what you aptly called the uncanny valley yeah that's how you time travel you have to go through the uncanny valley yeah, you've got to you've got to get into a time ball and 
walked through some sort of weird zoetrope of time that is just your own memories. And uh, But it's not even your own memories. It's the camera's memories. Because it's not things <laughs> from his point of view. Yeah. It's... <laughs> yeah. It's like, remember that baby that was falling out at the angle that you weren't at? Uh-huh. At all? Nobody was at? Just the baby? Yeah. yeah. Or remember that scene from the Justice League that you were present for, I guess? Maybe? Or... Yeah. But, oh, buddy. Yeah. It, it's so, it's so, it's so in, insane. But my favorite, the, the only, you know, I, I, I can't say I have regrets watching them film because it did have, it did have the one scene I never thought would ever be in a movie released in a theater. <laughs> and that, made it entirely worthwhile during it was during the carousel of fan service and it was amazing. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was the when most... they showed when they showed all the different like alternate universe there was basically all alternate universe Superman. There, there was like Ex- not really alternate universe flashes, which was, was the thing that like really didn't make any sense to me. There was one alternate universe flash which was during the uh oh what was his name? Well, the during the like the nineteen sixties or fifties Superman from the TV show, mm-hmm. and they show some random guy as Jay Garrick. Maybe he was in the show at some point. I don't know. I never saw enough of that. But they show him as Jay Garrick, the original Flash with like the the, the with the the tin hat. The yeah, the hat. Yeah, that's the only other alternate Flash, and then it's mostly just alternate Supermans. Even though there's been several alternate flashes mm-hmm. because there's been multiple TV series, like they couldn't get the rights for those, but somehow they got the rights for freaking Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, Nicolas Cage, the Nicolas Cage Superman fighting a giant spider. It was everything. Uh, I mean, when that, when, when he flew by, and I was like, long-haired superman wait a minute and then the giant robot spider showed up and you should have been there i was i just started cackling like howling with laughter because i knew what i was watching and then it you know cuts and it shows his face and i am dying like i am because i'm like flabbergasted that like this is this is how we get this. This is how this happens. And then like somebody wrote this into the script, like knowing this is the like most bizarre, like most unlikely fan service thing to put into a movie is this Nick Cage Superman where he fights a giant robot spider. Oh my gosh. That was So and so this was a this was a movie that did not make it or something. Yeah, there was, he did, uh, there's some images of him in the suit from like a test screening thing. And the reason I know about the giant robot spider is because of like a, like a Kevin Smith, like Q and a thing where he was like getting asked from different people about like crazy stories from screenwriting times. And he was talking about how he got asked to do a draft on like a, 
Tim Burton Superman or something like that. And that there was some producer who was behind it and was, you know, pushing for this giant robot spider for Superman to fight at the end. And he, and I, I think it was like Brainiac or something, but, uh, so the movie ended up not getting made, like ended up getting dropped. And then this guy went on to do, be the producer for wild, wild west. Ah, uh, so he they, got his giant he spider. He got his giant spider. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so like this, you know, this like evening with Kevin Smith bit is like playing in my mind as I'm watching this unfold and I'm just dying. And my wife looks at me and is just like, was that Nicolas Cage? And like, I can't answer her because I'm, I'm just insane. I have, I am insane. <laughs> I've lost the ability to think straight. And she's just like, oh, fine, don't answer me. And so after the <laughs> movie ends, I have to like explain to her like why I was in hysterics for like a full five minutes. And I'm like, this is a thing that I never expected. I never thought I was ever <laughs> going to see this in my whole life. <laughs> uh. Well, that's the part of the movie. That's the only reason for you to watch it, I guess. Yeah. So skip to the last skip to the last 10 minutes, I guess. Yeah. And I have told other people, I'm like, there is only one scene that is worth watching in this entire movie. Everything else is such a train wreck. Uh, Okay, let's talk about video games now that we've. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, spent spent half. Well, it's not half the time, almost a quarter of the time. Yeah. Okay, so I picked up Final Fantasy 16. It's a. When it's not cutscenes, it's pretty fun. Uh, although it is, it's mostly like Devil May Cry, and they kind of aped a lot of like Devil May Cry and Bayonetta for this. Do you um, get like the stylish points that build up? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you you are not scored during normal play, but you can go, I think, and do like replay a section to do like a score attack mode. But you do have like combo um rankings and you get ranked like star rankings for like how many successive dodges you do or like if you do get so many hits with one move or another and that kind of thing yeah. so you also so they've have... like just so they've totally issued the the like turn-based mm-hmm. you know rpg party rpg that it once was like four four or five versions ago yeah, it's barely recognizable gameplay wise. It's um, I mean it's basically just like Kingdom Hearts type stuff now. Kind of. Right. Yeah. You have um you have uh some companions. You got a dog and you've got some a couple other people who will like uh join you here and there to like be to be there. <laughs> But I guess like Kingdom Hearts, they're just as effective. Like they just kind of hit things uh, to take some of the aggro. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, the dog kind of plays in. You can you can manually dog. I, I choose not to um, because it's kind of a pain. But you can manually do stuff with that to do, you know, combos and things. Uh, with the dog 
but I don't I don't bother. But for the most part, like you've got the dodge, like the uh, we kind of talked. I kind of mentioned the witch time dodge, but I I unlocked the devil trigger, right? So um, you can you know hit click in on the joysticks and turn into a, a more powerful form that slowly regens health and does higher damage, right? So like, and that that has like a meter to it, but they call it the the limit break, right? So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, it's. And I was worried that the giant like monster fights, like the weird uh, uh, summon fights that you do, were all going to be as boring as they were in the uh, the tra- uh, not the tutorial thing, where it it was just kind of on rails and felt really dumb, like it should have been a cutscene. But mm-hmm. uh, I think I kind of understand why they made them not cutscenes because there are so many other cutscenes. That if you if you just take all the dull parts and make that a cutscene, like you're running out of game. <laughs> uh. You know, like there's portions of the game where you just walk like thirty feet and you trigger another cutscene, and it's like, <laughs> why did you? Why did you do that? Why did you even let me do it? Yeah, it's because you got to have agency. You could have like <laughs> gone the other direction and just nah. gone back to like breed chocobos or something, right? No, you couldn't. Uh, <laughs> That's the sad no. thing is like like a lot of these areas are just like a linear path and it's like you're you're on that you can't turn around you can't turn around and go backwards because like that door is closed you got to go forward to the other door across the room <laughs> also there's a wall just slowly pressing you forward <laughs> against your will so, so, so it's just gonna happen one way or another yeah so there's just this like uh yeah so you get these sections where it's like cutscene for five minutes. Hey, walk to that door. Oh, you almost got to the door cutscene. Like, you don't even open the door. You just almost get to it. And then it's the next cutscene where you do open the door. And, uh, yeah. And it's, then it's just that. And, man, this morning I was playing and I, <laughs> I was like, I got to get, I got to finish these cutscenes. <laughs> I got to get ready for work. But I, like, just beaten a big boss. So, of course, I've got, like, 15 minutes of cutscenes <laughs> that I'm going through. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is too much. But the gameplay itself is is pretty fun. Uh, it's just like so much watching them do stuff. And it's also kind of in the vein of the more uh, fantasy politics stuff from like a like a vagrant story or a tactics or something where there's a lot of like regions fighting over resources and land and stuff and so they cut back and forth to like political discussions and i'm like you know you've got all these like grand plans for uh you know taking over territories and having bold strategies for things and it's gonna come down to my giant monster killing your giant monster and that's like that's it that's the political negotiation that's gonna happen here uh-huh. <laughs> So, yeah, and it really is kind of sad because they have all these armies and all these like big guys, you know, or big, big groups of guys like trying to fight each other. And it and then they even show some of the battles where it's like none of that matters. It's all about the giant monsters, you know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, there's that. 
I don't even know how far I am in that game. <laughs> You'll never know. <laughs> I really want. I probably have to look at like my trophy stats or something to see like how many chapters there are and what I'm on. Well, how many summons do you have? Uh, uh, I just got my third. Well, okay. You have to at least get uh, until you get Bahamut. You're not anywhere close to me. Oh, I think that guy. Yeah, I think that guy is one of the last ones. He's always one of the last ones. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you what did you get? You've got like Shiva Ifrit and like Titan or Ramu or something. Uh, I've got Ramu or, or Quetzalcoatl or whatever, whatever the hell. It, like, got, I always change the lightning one. I've got Ramu, uh, Gramora, which is the, a wind bird and Ifrit. Ifrit. OK. Which they pronounce yeah. Ifrit. So you have to get Shiva and you have to get Titan mm-hmm. and you have to get like some like maybe odin and odin's know. in there yeah yeah he's one uh and then there's probably at least one other the ones that like i know a, of are shiva like a holy or something like alexander or a dark one or something uh i got i well i guess i didn't get him there was one called typhon yeah that one's a wind beat. one oh, okay yeah but he wasn't wind in this one he was like a weird dark glob monster I don't know. His name is Typhon. It's like fucking Typhoon. Like, how is he not a wind? He's always been a wind guy. Well, I think it's because there's there's like some sort of weird rule where there's only supposed to be one of one type of thing. And so you're like this weird aberration because there's already like a fire one that's Phoenix. And like Mm -hmm. you show up with this other fire one and they're like, how is there two fire ones? That doesn't make any sense. That's against the rules. Yeah. Okay. So, I don't know who made these rules up. The game does have this. Uh, <laughs> I think you're gonna like this. It's a feature called Active Time Lore. <laughs> which Active Time Lore? What? Yeah, yeah. You can pause the cutscenes and bring up Active Time Lore, and it'll show you like a mind map of topics that are going on, like within the current scene. So you can see, like, who the hell is this guy? Why is he important? Or what's this mm-hmm. thing they just said? They just said something called like, you know, the phylacteries. So you can like highlight a thing and be like, what are the phylacteries? Oh, they're this thing. So yeah, you can like pause. A, so if you wanted the cutscenes to take a longer, you can also pause the cutscene to read up on the cutscene. If that's your bag. Uh, <laughs> this cutscene's happening. I want to learn more about that. I want to do less game. Like, how do I? <laughs> Yeah. And you could read all these things later, too. Like there's a guy who collects all your active time lore. And mm-hmm. uh, and so you can go and read them. Outside of a cutscene as well. Um, just to catch stuff. Catch so up. passively. <laughs> Passive time lore. Yeah. Um, they call them books. So the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I used to imagine going into a library and saying, look, look at our collection of active time lore. And you're like, what? What? Uh, okay. Well, I started playing Starfield. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and it's, it's fun. It's, uh, <laughs> the, well, I mean, it, I, I don't know. It's so like, dismissive. <laughs> it's cute. No, no. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm enjoying it, but uh-huh. like, um, like part of it is like kind of the space travel stuff is not like, uh, oh, what's the other game? No Man's Sky yeah. type or, or other games where like, I feel like to, to travel from like one planet to another or one system to another, I think you have to go through like the UI yeah. and fast travel. Like you can't, you can't just point in a direction and activate your grav drive and just fire off in a direction uh-huh. right you have to <clears throat> basically just fast travel through the ui to go to a new place yeah um but when you're in when you're orbiting a planet you can like you know fly around and dogfight and stuff but it's the same thing like you can't land i don't think you can land on a planet right like you can't just fly towards it and just land like you no, have you, choose, you have to like go through the. You have to screen. choose a landing spot, and I feel like probably that like when you choose a landing spot, that it procedurally generates the that part of the world at the moment that you choose to land on it. Like, like you know, like you fly to a planet, right? And it's like, oh, here's this whole big planet, um, and but it's not like a contiguous world. I don't. No, I, it's not. <clears throat> I, and this, 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 just the way that it's presented, it seems like I'll bet this is how this works. Like you choose a landing point, and then it's like, okay, we're going to generate an X by Y sized grid of terrain for this zone, and then, and then populate it with random crap, and then you get that's what you get. And if you want to see more of the planet, you have to fly somewhere else, and we'll just generate it randomly again. I'd be surprised it, if it does that much. Yeah. I don't have I don't have proof, but I would imagine that if you and Robbie go to the same place, it'll be the same thing. Maybe I don't know. It's it'll be hard to tell. Yeah, you'd have to make a new character or something. Yeah, and like, but it's it's still just creation engine. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's not uh, it's not some fancy new thing. It's going to be. This is the layout. Yeah, you know? but there were there were some things that, like, but like there there are some kind of like you can dock to stations and sh- other ships in space. Uh-huh. There's at least some like kind of landing type. Can you stuff. like when you dock to other ships in space, are you like pirating them or are you you uh, can do multiple things yeah like you can dock to a friendly ship or you can like take out a ship's engines and then it's floating in space and you can dock to it and board it and kill everyone on board oh great yeah so there's stuff like that that you can do can you um put them can you get them put all their bodies in an airlock and like launch them all out into space (laughs) no i don't think you could do that um but you can, uh, like, once you, once you kill everyone on a ship, you can take it, take the controls and claim it 
as your own. Okay. Um, the thing that sucks because like ships are worth a lot of money, right? Yeah, I bet. So like the 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 shitty thing that they did to make you not just gain billions of dollars by stealing other people's ships, which would be like the most fun way to make money, is that like <laughs> every time you get a new ship, before you can do anything with it, you have to register the ship, which basically means whatever about like eighty percent of the price of the ship you have to pay to register it. Which is like just you could just fucking I just fucking buy a ship. And so like and then like and then you can sell the ship and then you make like like I took over a ship and it you know a ship that was worth like seventy thousand bucks uh-huh. and or something and then like you go and you have to register it and then you can sell it. And then when I sold it I made about two thousand bucks. Oh, like, but like, if I had bought a ship like that, it would have been like tens of thousands to buy. But then, like, to register it was like eight thousand, and then I could only sell it for about ten. So <laughs> that's lame. Can you like, because I know you can like uh, do a little bit of a ship creator thing, right? Uh huh. Can you harvest bits from other people's ships? No, because you have to register it before you can do anything to it. Before oh, you can, geez. so you can't like. You can't just land it and like strip it for parts or anything. No. Well, that's lame. I'm sure there's going to be a mod to mod that out. <laughs> it's just like real, real, pi- real space piracy mod. Yeah. And you don't have to register any ship because that's yeah. bogus. <laughs> or just make the registration fees like zero or something. Yeah. Yeah. Or forged registry or something, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm sure the no registration fee will be uh, a, a mod somebody creates. Yeah. But like, the, I think the thing that I'm, <sighs> the thing that's frustrating, and I, again, I, I think maybe it's because I'm comparing it to Skyrim, is that it's like, I'm so like freaking locked in on what I can do. Because, like, like everything, you have to have a skill point in anything if you want to do anything. Uh-huh. Right? So, like, I stole this one ship that was awesome. It was huge. But I couldn't pilot the ship because I didn't have enough skill points in piloting to, to fly a better ship. Uh-huh. So it was just this worthless trash garbage ship. I couldn't do anything with it. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't take control of it or, or have it or anything. Because I wasn't a high enough level pilot. And like, like if you want to do crafting, to craft anything that's not dumb and stupid, you have to invest points into science skills to get enough points into like, like the first tier of science skills have nothing to do with crafting. Uh-huh. But you have to get at least four points in the science tree before you can do the next tier of skills, which has some of the crafting stuff in it. And then once you put points into those, then you can start researching crafts to like make useful weapon mods. Like you can't craft a silencer off the bat. It takes like 10 skill points just to do that. And so how do you get skill points? Leveling up. And that's the thing that's really sick. So like basically if I want to put a silencer on a gun, I have to waste 10 levels 
towards getting the ability to do that. Oh, wow. And you level up by uh, killing people, doing quests? And killing people, quests, exploring. I mean, lots of stuff gives you experience, but it freaking sucks. Yeah. You know what the level cap is? There is no level cap. Oh. Um, Which is like at least least that. Yeah. At least it doesn't... It's just wasting your time then. (laughs) Yeah, but it's just like, uh, I don't even want to do that stuff now because... Like, I put my skill points in what was necessary, uh, you know, like stealing and lying to people and stuff. And but like, like the combat tree, like I'm not even going to do it. I'm not going to put any points in the combat. No, like stealth. You can't you can't even sneak at all until you put a skill point into stealth. So you can't even be bad at stuff until you put skill points in. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, uh, I did find a mod that is lower ship registration fee of 1%. So people are aware of the issue. (laughs) Uh Yeah, there's a bunch of, man, it's already tons of mods for this game. Are you really surprised? (laughs) No, but at the same time, it's like. Some of these things, I, I thought that. I guess I just thought that that. They they would be they would be better off the bat, <laughs> like user interface, you know, mm-hmm. those sorts of things. Uh, but no, tons is of... there one? Is there one that like makes placing objects like the rotation like lock it to the ability to lock rotation? to like certain angles because that friggin' is annoying. Yeah, I it looks like maybe there's a mod that lets you just like type 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 in exactly the rotation and stuff you want to do. <laughs> Which that doesn't seem great. But um yeah, I think in in short time there will be a like let you place things better mod and Yeah. Because the, the, the tool, like the toolkit stuff, isn't even out for this. It's just people going in and like mucking around and what's available. Yeah, I don't know. I I know that I'm also like very irritated about like you know, cargo space. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm sure you can find a mod to fix all your issues with the game like all of the like ship cargo like i i it's ridiculous like i have a freaking giant spaceship and my spaceship can only hold about five times the amount of cargo that i can carry as a human being (laughs) it's like freaking stupid like the cargo holds need all need like another freaking digit on them yeah for like the amount that they can hold it's like, it's what am I supposed to do? I can only fit seven hats in this thing. Well, yeah, like I like my character can hold like 170 kilograms mm-hmm. and my entire cargo. I have three cargo upgrades on my ship and my ship can hold 600. Something like 650. That's idiotic. <laughs> well, well, you know, 
something about the more mass, the harder it is to take off a spaceship or something. Uh, but I carry like 10,000 on my body and get on the ship and fly just fine. It's not a problem. <laughs> yeah. My own personal weight of the stuff that I'm carrying doesn't matter because... Can, can you uh, not just like throw stuff on the floor in your ship? <laughs> Probably that's probably the, but then you can't like access any of it to do crafting and research and stuff. Oh yeah. Oh, so uh, the the best part of the game though is that uh, so you know when like you create your character, you can choose like some extra bonus traits, uh-huh. and they're all supposed to be like something good, but also something bad. Yeah, and, like like you're you have more oxygen and health when like you're if you choose extrovert like when you've got companions you've got more health and oxygen or something but when you're alone you don't you uh-huh. have less or, or whatever uh but the one that i chose like one of the ones i chose was adoring fan right which is like it's, it's the guy literally the guy from oblivion <laughs> and i guess like it's like you have a you have a free crew member who will give you gifts and stuff but he loves you and i'm like okay what's the downside here Uh what is the drawback to this person that's constantly like showering me with praise and compliments (laughs) can you like tell him to to stay places like you could in oblivion yes you could tell him to stand put Uh yeah i mean just like like any companion yes yeah and then like (laughs) wait and so how much stuff can he carry he can carry uh, also about 170 kilograms. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. And the best part is, like, you can control the equipment of your characters. So if they're, like, frustrating you because they're, uh, like, like I, I, I put him in a lumberjack suit and <laughs> gave him an axe. Uh-huh. I was like, <laughs> his his weapon so he just like runs around in flannels chopping at people uh-huh. which is great uh really gets takes it like if you make your if you force your companion to go melee it just like takes a character out of combat because they'll go engage with it and then they're just like p- plastered against a wall or something getting axed in the face <laughs> by that guy and then you can feel free to do other stuff and the companion won't be in your way is he an immortal you. as well yeah, all the, the companions are immortal. They'll oh, collapse perfect. and be out of the fight, yeah. you know, for a certain amount of time, but then they'll just get right back up. Just like, I mean, it's just like Fallout companions and everything else. Yeah, yeah. No, that's yeah. great. Yeah. But that makes giving them an axe or whatever, like, way better. Because now it's just like, <laughs> boom, get down there. You go, you go take care of one of those guys. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Well, now you're actually selling me on the game. Now, well, so there are some interesting things, like, like there's like the social skill tree. So if you just want to not fight, like there's ability called like, like a persuade, not, not persuasion. It's uh, the next one's like negotiation. Basically there's like a, you can just like click on a guy and make them like, just stop fighting for a minute. <laughs> like, like I tried it out and it's just like, boom, if it works, it's like a 30 seconds, they will just not attack 
or do anything. They just stand there, <laughs> which is great because it's like, okay, well, let me let me just like because you could use that at like a really long range. So you'd be like, okay, don't attack. And then you walk up, and you're like, okay, now that I'm up here, I can get my shotgun and just shotgun you in the face. <laughs> it's like, hey, let's let's just, well, I, just want you to, I just want you to weigh your options here you, for a second. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like somebody's, like a pirate is like pointing gun at me, like ready to kill me. And I'm like, and then they're like, you're right. I should just completely stand still now. And then you're like, good job. And then you just push out your shotgun and walk right up to him and they're like hey what you doing that shotgun <laughs> bam yeah. and then fights over it's great well like, so can you have you you can you like long range shush a guy and then yes and then have yes. your and then have your companion with an axe just like just like chop him right in the head uh <laughs> no the companions won't attack the guys that you shushed that sucks yeah so i i tried that one out and that was fun but I'm going to skip that one because there's another you, power. Can oh. you be okay? Can you be in stealth undetected? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And if you shush a guy, do they know you're there? Um, I, I'm pretty sure I stealth shushed the first guy. I stealth shushed him, and then I think I still yeah. I think it. I think they stop noticing you or something. I don't uh-huh. know. I'm not sure. I, I think, I mean, because civilians that aren't in combat will still notice you. So I don't think it works that way. Right. Like if you're seen, you're seen. It doesn't matter if you're in combat or not. Okay. So I don't think that works. Well, that n- yeah. It well, doesn't what, make, was, make them blind. No, I was just wondering if you could, if you could like be shushing people in the shadows while your companion axes them in the head. <laughs> you can. You can stealth while your companion goes after everything with an axe. Great. That for sure I have done. Well, that sounds... And, and you can help your companion out by shushing some folk. <laughs> and then that way it gives him a little bit of a, a break, so he only has to axe one guy at a time. Yeah. So you can definitely get that kind of situation going. But I'm, I'm going to skip the shushing. I, I, I undid that. I'm going to skip the shushing because there's also instigator, which is the, the next tier. The opposite of shush. <laughs> The shush, it's like, get them. And so <laughs> you just like say, hey, go do it. And then they'll just like go murder their friends. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the one you want. Yeah. So why would I do anything else? Yeah. Yeah. So obviously I'm going to go get murder your friends. Yeah. And uh, so that one, like that one, I would want to be able to stealth do that. So I could like hide in the shadows and make other people fight each other. Right, yeah. So they just like somebody just sitting around, and they just hear like, "Hey, hey, you! What? I see no one, but I hear something." Mm-hmm. Yeah, go kill your friends. You know what? Bob's been like eating my lunch for the last three days. I'm definitely gonna murder him now. And then they just go on a killing frenzy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love doing that in in any game. I can do that. Like I did. I tried to do that in like. Even like Assassin's Creed, where they would have like the poison darts or whatever, and you're like, go crazy. Yeah, I mean um, that was like that was like a great spell in Oblivion. Was just like the like I'd always make like a chaos spell that would just like make like everybody frenzy. attack. Yeah, just make everybody attack wildly and just make it with the highest AOE possible and just pfft, and yeah. just like the entire town just turns into like a blood feud. Yeah, because if they do it right, like the. Uh, You've you've turned them against each other, 
And then the continued aggressive nature, like they won't just stop suddenly. Yeah, yeah. They'll be like, they've gotten gotta so mad by, by the actual attacks that now they've just like, that's it. We're just like full on. Yeah. Yeah. Like that was the best way to always assassinate someone was just like frenzy this guy that you need to assassinate because then he would just go attack the nearest guard and just get murdered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I guess I got to get this game now. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Once they finish up, once I get through the cutscene game, just don't even bother with the combat tree. Stick to the social tree if you want to win in combat. <laughs> Man- manipulate your enemies. Yeah, yeah. It's weird how a game about like sci-fi space also they've managed to also just make it magic. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, so I've been I've been playing a different sci-fi shooter which is Destiny 2. Uh-huh. And I never really I played the never really played much of the first Destiny. I played like the alpha and then I played the beta of Destiny 2 when it came out and I was like, yeah, this is that. Um but I've been playing it to try to get an idea of like where contemporary shooters are at for like looter shooters and this is a man this is a game as a service like you know how i complained about marvel's avengers like throwing Mm -hmm. every single game as a service like window at you and all of these like uh confusing ux options at the beginning of the game that it's just like do you want to play the game or do you know quick start Uh And I'm like, what? Play the game. And they're like, no, play the game was the wrong one. You wanted quick start. You know? (laughs) Yeah. What the hell? Um, It's like, like, you've been playing this game for 10 years and you are bored and want to skip to the end. Don't you want to just skip the story and just go straight into murdering people and spending money? Yeah. So that's kind of how this game works. But they also did the thing where you can't play the original game. Like you can't play the launch game. You can't play even if you like install it and don't install any updates. Like if you had a disc of the game and you oh. put it on a device that did not have an internet connection. So okay, well that's really funny because this game launched with no disc. Um, you had a, if you bought a physical copy of Destiny Two, it came with a cardboard platter that had the key code on it. Dick. <laughs> so there's wow. There's well, no I way. I guess they just, I they really want that game to just be lost to time. Like, yeah, it's just going to it, it's going to cease to exist as a game mm-hmm. in a certain number of years. Yeah, like uh, I mean it it already it it already has in a sense like the original game that you could play has ceased to be playable. There's no way to play that. Right, so like, like you have you have no idea what the actual story of the original game was because you can't even access yeah. it now. Yeah, uh, not it. I don't really. There was like some cutscenes that were trying to like kind of catch you up, as far as like here's what happened, I guess, in the first game, and here's some things that have happened for the last like five years or whatever this game's been out. God, like that's like such elder gamer service that like like talking about a freaking barrier to entry. Like I don't. Like, I didn't really want to play the game in the first place, but like now I like really 
want nothing to do with that franchise at all. Like, no, um, no. Yeah. So, so you, I, I jumped, I jumped into it and there's like a tutorial section that you play through. And I think that was still more or less the same. Um, Cause it's like, you're, you know, now you're a zombie and here's the, how that works. But then, you know, you, you boot the game and you're suddenly like throwing up splash screen after splash screen of like, here's the events for this week. Here's the, you know, what's active this, uh, here's some challenges for this. Here's the start of the new season. Here's some other stuff. Here's what's accessible. Also, here's the store, go to the store, buy some content because you're not going to have any content to play if you don't buy anything. And, um, and then you're like, okay, let's, let me just make a character and start the game. So you do your tutorial thing and you get done and then I found, I don't know if I got stuck in some weird state, but I had to, you know, quit the game, load back into the game, and I load back into my character, and it launches me into this cutscene. And I'm like, what is this cutscene? And then it throws me into a mission. I'm like, what is this mission? I have no idea what this is. And then I do, like, a, a single-player, you know, mission and do a thing, and I complete that. And then it throws me into another cutscene. And I'm like, what is this cutscene? And I don't know what's going on. I don't know who any of these people are. I don't know what the thing is that is happening on screen. Like, there's aliens, like, with big ships, and they're blowing something up. And I'm like, oh, and but then they show the big ball, you know, from Destiny. And I'm like, hey, there's the big ball. And then they do something to the big ball. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what's happening now. So then I complete all that. And I get back to like the regular social hub stuff. I've got to quit again, you know. And then I later that day I load back in. I get a different cutscene and a different mission. And I'm just like, what is going on? I have no idea what's happening. And uh and it this this time it's complete it feels completely divorced from all that other stuff from earlier. So I don't know what this is. And so there's like these weird things like that, that, that just kind of happen to you <laughs> when you're playing this game. And there's some, I think an attempt to like catch you up by like showing you what some of these, they lock a, a handful of like mechanics and stuff behind leveling. Uh, and, and so, and you have to do some quests to like do, these things and they let you do like um backstory quests to an extent like so they have content that is that is available to play that will tell you like what has happened but i don't get it in order right i don't it's at not in chronological order it's just like hey you can play this like legacy content right now and you can play that once. But yeah, it's such a mess. Um, and I, the, the sad thing is like the actual doing stuff, the like running around and shooting things is well done. So like that stuff feels good to play. It's, it, it's engaging. It's a, it's a good combat loop. But everything else about the game is very off-putting very confusing, uh, very just like checklists of stuff to build numbers 
up on things and and I'm just like, well, I guess I'm done. <laughs> so I'm done with that game. Yeah. It sounds like yeah, it sounds like the game has changed so much and is so elder player focused now and like on people who are continuing to play and buy new content and buy new whatever that like it is not a game for new people. They're yeah. Not trying to get new. I, I guess not. Or, or the new people, like maybe they join because they know a guy who's been playing it and they're like, yeah, like just, just join my group and we'll just like run you through some stuff. And then we can, then we can start playing the, like the end game stuff. We can start doing, you know, the raids and things at the end, I guess. Right. Like, that's what I imagine, because that's how I feel like whenever I, somebody asks me to join like a, well, like a, a different MMO but, and they're like, uh, yeah, like join the MMO. Uh-huh. I'll I'll power level you through content and we'll run the same like three dungeons right. over and over and over. But. But yeah, but you don't but you don't get to like actually enjoy the story or learn anything about the world. Like, I mean, and that's the thing, like this, this sounds to me like Transformers. Uh-huh. the last night the game right like it's not about a journey or an experience and learning a story and characters and stuff it's just about how quickly can i get to shooting other guys in the face yeah with my guns that's what it sounds like like i'll bet i'll bet it was really easy to get into a multiplayer fight as soon as you you know installed all the patches and skipped all the intro stuff right like it probably was it's built entirely around getting you into death matches. As uh, soon probably. As I haven't done any of those, but I'm sure that's the case. <laughs> I, I think like, yeah, yeah that the, the, the multiplayer uh, PVP match stuff and the raid content, I think is probably the most, because it, it, ta- it takes a while to even um, match, make two people for a strike in some of these early things, like it takes a while to get, uh, get paired up with somebody who is at the same like level as you and is, is doing, trying to do the same thing. That's like a new story thing. Um, so like, yeah, it just, yeah. But if you go into like the randomized, you know, PVE playlist thing, it's pretty quick. Or if you, I'm assuming if you go into the multiplayer thing, that's pretty quick to get matchmaking there too. But you're not going to get matched up with yeah. people who are in the same uh, bracket as you, I guess, as far as like experience. Like you're going to get like random guy who's you know a hundred or so hours ahead of you, <laughs> and they're going to just like rush through the content yeah. and be like. What are you doing? Like, why aren't you doing this thing? You know. How come you don't know this map? Yeah. How come you aren't like jumping off heart. this cliff because it's a shortcut to get to this other thing? You know. <laughs> I'm like what? Yeah. And you're like, I just wanted to read this piece of information over here. Yeah. Like, that's like I was, uh, I was picking a different gun. Is that not allowed? Am I already supposed to have all my guns? <laughs> no. So, yeah, it is it is a hostile uh, experience for new users. That is for sure. Okay, well, that takes us to another. I don't know what you want to call this. We'll call it Jesse Hates the Flash. (laughs) 
Uh, that's unfair. I don't hate it. I just think it's terrible. <laughs> it's, the Flash is terrible. Good title. <laughs> yeah. I mean, did you notice how weird he runs both in and out of CG? <laughs> yes. Like, I don't know who runs like that. Somebody who didn't get their speed through exercise. Yeah. And actual running. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, I guess if it's... Imagine how much faster he might be if he had, like, good form. <laughs> yeah, like if he had just taken, like, track in, in school or something. Yeah. Yeah. Also, did it bother you that the Flash was, like... He's I couldn't tell in Justice League. I thought he was supposed to be being presented as like autistic. And then in the Flash No, he's totally autistic. Yeah, but yeah. in the Flash they're like, yeah, but his his being autistic is not like a genetic component. It's because he his mom died. And if he wasn't if his mom didn't die, he'd just be annoying. <laughs> well, you know. Uh, everybody knows that autism is caused by being a bad mother. So, <laughs> oh well, that's uh, that. <sighs> that explains it. Right? That explains it. Yeah, is it? Is that the title? The Flash is bad. The Flash is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I guess <laughs> maybe there's got to be something better than that. <laughs> Uh, what was the game that you played? Which what? Oh, Destiny Two. Never mind. No. I don't want to talk about. I don't want to put Destiny Two in the title. No. Uh. No. Uh. <laughs> is there anything about just put just say just say Flash is better than last night. That's a good title. <laughs> Flash is better than the last night. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There. That's that's. That's the compliment sandwich it deserves. <laughs> like a back, a backhanded compliment of the Flash. The Flash more watchable than Transformers. <laughs> I I did I did finish it and I didn't walk up and leave the room more than once. <laughs> I guess we'll I guess we'll end it there. Okay. <laughs>